0: Let's see where this takes us, all right? Let's yeah, I, t-
1: I took a couple joints to Dollywood <clears throat> this weekend and smashed them in my fanny pack. I okay. Something uh, out.
0: Hold on, i left my phone over there.
1: <laughs> <sighs> my sister gave me her TV out of her RV. <laughs> th- I'm it's thinking parting
2: gift to remember the trip by.
1: Yeah. Well, she just ain't got room for shit. I've, I've got her cat. That's her cat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, pl- half, I took her plants. She gave you what? That TV, this TV, because you know I didn't have a TV in the living room. Um, saw so this TV now, <coughs> and a bunch of her plants and her cat. But uh, I'm thinking about mounting this TV on the back porch, in front of the hot tub.
2: <laughs> Think you could? I bet you could weatherproof it somehow. Yeah.
1: Well, just you know, they have those outdoor. Uh, I mean, it would be under the. Like it wouldn't get rained on It would just be moisture Sugar Moisture. Yeah. Uh, but they have those just little You know like furniture covers and shit They have them for TVs
2: um, So I had to go to the vet yesterday I'll spend more time at the vet than the regular Buddy
1: doctor. I got there They're supposed to open at 10 this morning I got there at 9.45 Nobody showed up until 10.45 <laughs> I sat there for an hour, but I had to c- to get these little bitches into daycare. They gotta have their shots and shit. Uh, that's can't the, be
2: bringing kennel cough in, you know. Mm-hmm. The yeah, I, uh,
0: every every institution, every business around here is on non-profit hours. It's like uh, nine a.m., but it's ish. It's they didn't. Big, even, that is true.
1: They didn't even. I mean, they didn't acknowledge it. They didn't apologize. Nothing. They said good morning. <laughs> Rolled in at 10.45 Me sitting there like I said can I come on? <laughs> you in? turned the lights on for well, Yeah literally the door, They unlocked the door I went in with them And then I sat in my little room Listening to the woman Working the front desk I guess she was making A doctor's appointment <laughs> And it was so good You guys She's like Now this is UK right You're in Lexington Correct <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine
2: I just want to verify The University of Kentucky yeah, Is still in is Lexington Kentucky.
1: This is UK This is UK she said, Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said, Well, I got more time than money, I'll tell you that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I joined the club, sister.
1: Got more time than money. <laughs> what she said that she just kept going on and I just thought, I guarantee people at UK hospital I mean I already know because I know a couple of people who've worked there, they dread dealing with people from eastern Kentucky. They dread dealing oh, with yeah. us. <laughs>
2: My what? mom cancels about every third appointment she <laughs> makes down there, and they <laughs> told her before to say, "Gardner, we're just gonna have to <laughs> we're gonna have to get serious about this."
0: Why is that? Do you think they just um they just don't want to deal with? I mean, is it because we have greater health
1: problems? <laughs> no, they're I mean, they just like... people us, are beyond repair. Yeah, they they, us they walk through the door
0: and they're like, fuck, my whole day
2: is uh, re- off. written no, off. No,
1: I think it's as soon as they answer the phone, they know. I mean, listening to this woman talk to them, it's too much. Wow. Well, These dogs sound like they're being tortured outside. Well, i would be fine. Just playing in the yard. I
0: thought that they would have... I mean, they're not playing because I look. I just look. I can see Sally looking in through the window. Once
1: again, I know.
0: So I went to the vet yesterday, and um, in Hazard, and there was this cat on the front desk, and it, you know, cause, you know, they have vet cats, cats mm-hmm. that hang out at the vet, and dogs.
1: I met this very cat last week.
0: And at the one in Hazard, mm-hmm. you go
1: over to there. I had to because mine won't open. Yeah, oh. they serve
2: as kind of like a kind of nurse for the animals, don't they? You know. Yeah, they do Just comfort the animals Yeah, are yeah Well, problems. and the
0: people too I think that So So yeah, so this cat Like there's a lot of different cats There's like four cat, vet cats Is what they said <clears throat> And one of them started like rubbing up against me And everybody was like Wow, you must be really special That cat doesn't like anybody Aww. That cat's really grumpy Doesn't like anybody I love that They do and, the pervert leg rub thing Yeah, I mean <laughs> all over me <laughs> So, so he, it was he, definitely perverted. He looks
2: dogs. receptive to that.
0: They were so tickled by that that they took me back. They were like, oh, all right, well, you guys see this other cat we've got.
1: Oh, my God. They took me
0: in the back <laughs> and showed me this cat that they had that had six toes on each foot. What? And so it, um, its feet looked like mittens. <laughs> was it a problem cat?
2: No, it was totally fine. Were they fun. just <laughs> parading you around to see if you could... <laughs>
1: Heal! They thought you were a healer. Heal
2: heal the trauma these (laughs) cats have experienced.
1: You never see me, Daddy. You can heal cats.
0: I did think it's a funny thing, though. I I like. I don't know if this is just a pandemic thing, post-pandemic thing, or what, but it does feel like people are so starved for attention that I've had multiple experiences lately where people will, I would say, inconvenience me because it's not like I really had anywhere to be. But it was very interesting that they were like, (laughs) "All right, right, you have to turn over some of your time to us now." (laughs) Like we. (laughs) We have to I don't know I just think it's People are pretty starved For social interaction
1: I, I don't know People at the vet though They've been dealing With bullshit all pandemic
0: Yeah Yeah you're I right I guess
1: they never shut down um, When I was at that one Last I had to go get A uh, dewormer These two They're
2: right. wormed up Why are y'all Catching them worms for are they always They're
1: e- killing me These mountain ass dogs Are fucking killing me She Every day She comes home Covered in burrs uh, She's about to get A butch summer cut that's she's, what she needs. She's getting chopped off. Getting all this cute hair cut off, Sass.
2: And go butchering her golden but ears. I
1: was going to ask you if you saw the cat that's always on the printer over there. Yes. They have a printer cat.
0: There's a printer cat, yeah. So funny. <laughs> Where y'all go to vet
1: at? <laughs> well, I don't go to this one because they're expensive. This is the one in Hazard. Yeah, oh, yeah, they're too expensive. The hospital, the hospital yeah. yeah. But they do keep regular hours.
2: That place looks like a goddamn day spa when you go in there. It does. It looks that's really <laughs>
1: nice. They have a big fish tank You go, go in everything. there and expect to
2: get rubbed down and sit so in a hot nice. tub for an hour
1: no instead i go closer to home where i have to wait an hour they roll in about 45 minutes late norton no and uh jeremiah no. and awesome
2: winston me <laughs> yeah
1: this <laughs> is
2: no. uh, unlicensed <laughs> no i went over there one time to get a damn cat fixed and he had goddamn emus on his property
1: Winston Mead is running a rogue uh, veterinary yeah, service. in
2: the da- Back in the day, that's where everybody got their oh. cats fixed. Oh, God. I guess he just knew how to from being a farmhand or something. <laughs> I
0: wonder if you could take a Brood X cicada over there. Like, <laughs> and do what? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> <Ask> <laughs> him, <laughs> put his exoskeleton back on him. Get it a rabies shot. Yeah. <laughs> I had this cicada. He crawled out of his skin. Put them back in it. And put them <laughs> back in it.
2: I have 1,400 more at home. Oh my Just God. like this.
1: Have y'all heard any? I haven't really heard them.
2: They're not here. They're not in Eastern Well, I've African.
1: seen two. I haven't heard them, but I've seen two skins back here on my porch.
0: It might be a different kind. Oh, yeah. Rudex yeah. is... Um, I don't know shit about it. They're them. not in Kentucky for some reason. Mm. Um, Lucky us. But, so, um, they are in Ohio, and um, uh, Nicole was there this past weekend, and, like, all the dogs love to eat them. And so their shits are just <laughs> full, full of crunchy. cicadas? cicadas. Oh, my God. <laughs> High in protein, I'm sure, though.
1: It's big cicada shits. Humans,
0: lo- humans eat cicadas, though, traditionally. Humans have eaten a lot of stuff. That, I was always told, yeah, growing up, they always said John the Baptist ate locusts. Yeah. Dipped in honey. Dipped (laughs) in honey That's what they said
1: Well I I went back and forth on whether I was going to tell this on myself But it's come up So last night I ate a bunch of ants
2: (laughs) (laughs) That was a perfect segue (laughs) Dipped in honey
1: Almost They were on a donut It was dark and I didn't know You didn't
2: know and you ate them
1: I just crammed that donut right in my mouth (laughs) And then I started feeling stuff on my arm and it was dark And so I ran in the bathroom Flipped on the light And there was just fucking Horrifying. ants everywhere I just freaked the fuck out
2: <laughs> uh, Do they do they hurt going down? i imagine
1: No, I mean I sat there for a minute You know, of course I was like I need to Google Can this kill me? Can eating 10 ants do that me? Taste this,
2: that's a slippery slope
1: <laughs> So I got an unknown number of ants In my belly right now Actually, I'm on my period So I'm shitting constantly They're probably out by now, honestly
2: Well, they probably got burned up. They probably were descending to the ninth ring of hell by the time they got to you. By my stomach stomach.
1: acid. (laughs) All the l eight slashing around in there.
2: I don't know. You'd be
0: surprised. It was
1: terrible. And I felt, it just made me feel so gross. I was like, I just, I just ate a bunch of ants because I just wanted a donut so bad. It's like 11 o'clock at night. I'd already ate dinner. I was like, this is sick. (laughs) It made me feel so (laughs) gross. (laughs) The whole situation, I was just like, <sighs> this it's is summertime. bad. This is really bad. <laughs>
0: well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Tanya. Um,
1: well, um, I guess so, maybe I should, if I dipped them in honey, it wouldn't have been as bad, maybe.
0: Yeah. Um, so, so <laughs> right when we got off the call from our last episode, our Patreon episode on Sunday, Tom and Aaron and I kind of went down this rabbit hole... Um, on Danny Williams, who claims to be Bill Clinton's illegitimate son.
1: Oh, I love this.
2: Uh, well, I, I won't spoil it. Carry on, Terry. No, <laughs> spoil it for me. Do you think he really is? No, no, no. I mean, he, I, mean I don't doubt him. He probably is. Uh, where I worry about him is his last post. <laughs> Look at the date of his last post. What was his last post? I forgot. It's about this time last summer.
1: Do you think he got COVID, or do you think he? Or do you think uh, they took him out? Do you think he was involved in the disappearance of uh, our boy?
0: Mm. My brightest
1: pride, you guys.
0: Mine is too.
2: My baby
1: boy. <laughs> Absolutely, That's pride. my
2: baby, my baby boy. <laughs> you, long-time listeners, will know who I'm talking about. <laughs> I can't think of his name right now.
1: <laughs> no, you're gonna die when you hear. <laughs> I do think he uh cuz wasn't there some uh conspiracy that uh what's his name that got that got murdered in jail Epstein Epstein Jesus what? Wow <laughs> <My> boy Epstein <laughs> Wasn't there some conspiracy that it was actually uh, Clinton's brother or some shit that looks like Epstein? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that right. they like rolled him out. He was actually w- w- the one they rolled out. It was Roger. Roger? Yeah, it was Hillary's brother. Oh, yeah, Hillary's brother.
0: It w- his last tweet <laughs> was, it was just a picture of his grandson. I need to be. Committed, <laughs> hashtag you guys. Bill Clinton's grandson.
2: <laughs> That's what it says. It <laughs> it's says, hashtag Bill Clinton's it says grandson. Bill Clinton's grandson. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> Oh, my God.
2: Danny, I support you. And, you know, as uh, as an abandoned child myself, I support you. But the <laughs> difference is, is like, my dad c- can't disappear anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad can and probably has.
1: <laughs> well, so... Even though you abandoned me and only took care of Chelsea, <laughs> I still want to thank you for giving me life. Happy Father's Day.
0: <laughs> well, look, um, the... So this is this is an interesting thing that I thought about after we got done talking about it. Like, imagine, imagine the kind of the specific kind of insanity you would feel if you suspected that you were the offspring of someone powerful, wealthy, but not just like suspected it, but like you had, I think, decent. And your mother, whether evidence. true or not, had yes. told
2: you your whole life that she had a brief <laughs> fling with the president of the United States.
0: That's all
1: she ever talked about.
0: <laughs> and you look like him. I mean, yeah, you, you don't <laughs> not look like him. Yeah, that's true. So I, I don't know. It would be pretty.
1: I would spend all my time trying to get that money.
0: Well, yeah, you could turn it into. Obviously, you could turn it into like a grift or something like that. Mm-hmm. Definitely.
1: Or just back child support.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, Bill Clinton's not gonna pay Danny Williams
2: <laughs> child support. No, he would he would literally kill him first. <laughs> Listen,
1: I knew a girl when we were like seventeen, some, somehow her mom won a court case and got all her got or maybe her dad got rich and caught up to him, I don't know, but at seventeen she got seventeen years worth of back oh child support and oh. bought a brand new Mustang.
2: My mom tried that, never could get a hold of a competent lawyer.
1: <laughs> oh, it was awesome. <laughs> Cherry apple red Mustang out of that.
2: That's crazy.
1: She <laughs> <You> totaled it. <laughs> <laughs> Two <laughs> days later it was time. No, it was a few months, but yeah, it's gone. Oh, it's a blink of an eye. <laughs> just,
2: like, just like our life, just <laughs> Yeah. Vapor on the water, you know? Yeah.
0: Um, so, uh, so what's going on? What else is going on, Tanya?
2: You've we <laughs> you have many travels. To you've gotten back. <laughs> catch from us up.
1: I don't know where to start.
0: I mean, anything good that we should know about what's going on at West, or should we just stay away from there?
1: Mm, no, I um, I had a good time out West. South Dakota was gorgeous. I, I hit up a few national parks. You know, I, I hate this country, but <laughs> our national parks are pretty nice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's land we've stole, but. Well, Badlands. I went to Badlands and uh, Glacier, and I put my fat ass in Glacier waters, and it was glorious. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> what happened? Yeah. It was magical. It felt. I mean, it was freezing, but
0: I want to put my ass in glacial water. It was incredible. My ass needs glacial water. My
1: sister was so mad because I got naked in public and people started coming. And I didn't care, and she was like, "You're gonna get us kicked out." <laughs> She's so rigid. She's so.
2: <laughs> what a stiff dick, huh? Yeah. <laughs> She's so lame. This she doesn't want to get
1: kicked out of our <laughs> vacation spot. This is worried. I always worried about everything.
2: I dip my ass in the glaciers, and I would instantly become a Ken doll. Just
1: <laughs> yeah, I came smooth out smooth pubic
2: male Nothing. <laughs> <around> <laughs> it.
1: it was so nice. I just felt like it was like a baptism. It was glorious.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: But I rode a little boat around the lake, and I rode a bike up, going to the Sun Road. Your girl rode a bicycle up a mountain.
0: Wow. Um, It was an e-bike. So what kind of (laughs) bike? It was an electric
1: bicycle. It pedaled for you? No. That's what I thought might happen, and that would have been nice. But no, it just matches your... Effort. Yeah. So, it just doubles whatever you do. Uh, it don't go so on So, you're own. still
2: working. No, yeah. I'm but worried. you can ta- take a little off of it, though, if you need Right, yeah.
1: To. I, I, it was not... You know, there were parts that were a little tough, but it was mostly fine. I mean, I'd crank... Because you could, like, put it down on low, and it would only match it by 30%. But I'd have cranked up the whole fucking time. Because uh-huh. they told me there's, like, there's no way you'll run out of battery. I'd say less. <laughs> I had it on 10 the whole fucking time. <laughs> Get me up as motherfucker. But I paddled the whole way. I was so proud of myself. Do I think I could have biked a regular bike up that mountain? Absolutely not. <laughs> so this what is did an accessibility it feel like in issue. Of,
2: in terms of like uh expenditure of energy. Were you winded by the time you got to the top, or were you like?
1: Uh I smoked a joint as soon as I got to the top. So
2: Not not was, too winded. No,
1: not too bad. We had a little snack. My sister God, this g- <laughs> this is how much my sister loves me. When we got to the, t- she told me she had a surprise, but we couldn't get it till we were at the top. Uh-huh. And when we got to the top, she said, okay, here's the surprise. And she pulled two cold L8s out of her backpack. Wow. Three, we had another person with us, three L8s. And she, those had been lost in the RV because I brought some on the trip, but they were already long gone by then. You know, I have to have one a day.
2: Man.
1: And she had found them and surprised me with them at the top of the mountain. It was, I almost cried.
0: There's <laughs> nothing like a, a sibling pulling through. Yeah. Speaking of, my my what's brother just texted me what's right
2: What's
1: that now. like? <laughs> <laughs> Coming through in the clutch. I mean, I, I was helping her move across the country. I feel like I really came through. And then all the things like... I mean, we were quite, cry- quite literally, the day we left. We didn't leave till like two o'clock because the whole morning we were literally like tossing shit out of the RV that she was thought was too heavy, trying to like get the weight down on the rig wow. until the last second, um, including like her skates. She decided her roller skates too heavy, couldn't go. All this shit. Um, later, I realized I found out because we needed it. She had tossed out the fucking. Uh, Jack on the car, which I would have. <laughs> so we drove two thousand miles with no jack.
0: Oh, fuck. and we
1: had we were rolling with a total of four, eight, twelve, like sixteen tires.
0: Oh, holy shit! Sixteen
1: tires, zero jacks.
0: Sixteen tires, zero jacks.
1: Two thousand miles across the country.
0: But did you ever need it?
1: Not until we got there.
0: And then what did you do?
1: Well, we had to call somebody to come bring one (laughs) We were at Like the first thing we did was wreck her car She did it, thank God, not me Even though I had been driving it And Because once we got in the mountains She was worried about uh, Towing it We'd been towing her car Yeah but so I started driving, which was so fun because she has a stick shift and I miss driving a stick shift so much. So I was just fucking whipping around these curves, going up Glacier, going up to going to the Sun Road. I mean, we were driving over the Rockies. I was just whipping this little Kia around. It was so fun. But um, she didn't like where I parked it when we made it to her camp spot where she's working for the summer. So she got out to move it and drove it up on a rock as soon as we got there.
0: Damn, like high-centered it?
1: Yeah, and I said, oh, it's fine. And she just spent $1,000 retrofitting the front end of this thing so it could be towed. It's it's been flat-towed, and so it has a whole metal thing put in it to be flat-towed. I don't know if this makes any sense, but she just put a bunch of work money into it to fit to, to... to rig up the front end so it could be towed. And then she got the front end stuck. And she tried to rip that fucking bumper off. I said, "Listen, this is fine. We just jack this up and drive it off. It ain't no big deal. She said, I don't have a jack. <laughs> I said, I'm going to have to go smoke some weed before I can didn't make this. The I just walked <laughs> away. Shit. I just walked away. I went and smoked a joint. I was like, oh, we just drove 2,000 miles without a jack. I just imagine <laughs> throwing
2: things left like you're trying to make weight. Yeah, just tossing, out.
1: tossing. The fucking, she left the fucking jack. Anyway, I came home and mailed her all the stuff she left cost me hundred dollars.
0: So the um, big movie at the Oscars this year was *Nomadland*, featuring Frances McDormand. Mm-hmm. Was your life like that? Yeah,
1: it was. <laughs> I watched it. Honestly, me and my mom watched it before we went on the trip, and I wish we hadn't. Because honestly, this is this is very real. I my sister has been so determined and excited about this venture. Like she sold, she started selling all her stuff in September bought this rig in september sold all of her like sold everything she owned on facebook marketplace uh-huh. um to get down to as little you know items as possible started she found this used um it's like a class c or something i can't remember what they call it but it's like a small little you know that you drive um rv they drive <clears throat> and she's been working on it like every day she so she's worked for h&m for eight years and the pandemic broke her Fighting people to wear a mask for leggings, just really sent her. She but I, was,
2: feel like they shouldn't mark him prices so damn low, and she wouldn't have to put up with that.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, she she was just having such a hard time because she's a man. She was a manager in the store, and so she was dealing with. A, and she was working in Knoxville, Tennessee. By the time she was leaving, so Tennessee was at one point, the world global hotspot for COVID, and I mean, she was dealing with. <clears throat> You know, fucking her her coworkers getting COVID and getting sick. It's, like, really scary. It's awful. Does everybody know? You know, it's just fucking awful. She said to work in the public, and it just broke her brain. You know, she's like, I can't do this no more. So she sold all her stuff, figured out how to live in an RV, literally gave herself a YouTube university degree in RVs, <laughs> like, <clears throat> taught herself everything. She can literally work on this thing underneath, under the hood, uh-huh. all of it. She spent three days completely um what do you call it sealing her se her roof three days on her roof sealing it and then she drove it to a place to, to get it checked and she told the guy exactly what she did because right now <clears throat> is this boring i don't know
0: hell i don't <laughs> look uh, <laughs> i could go
1: really far into this anyway <laughs> i are, can't even take the temperature accurately yeah i don't know i'm like uh, you this, just talking
0: to a mic until the the
1: all, bell rings. This is all I've been talking about for the past three months. So, because um, I've been trying to help her. Who fucking cares? Me we're, myself,
2: I'd like to know more about. We're RV coming room. off yeah. an
0: episode where we
2: just got screamed at for talking about getting beat as kids. So you know what, Tanya, you do you. <laughs> Online leftists, the only people that you know they fantasize about using fifteen uh, hundreds. Murder techniques <laughs> on anybody making over half a million dollars a year. And then, God forbid, three dipshits talk about getting spanked as kids. And they say... <laughs> like, Come on. Uh, I mean,
1: every Billy's <laughs> episode so it should be. It should be obvious. It's a trigger. <laughs> warning, I kind of thought that was, that was so a like, bargain. <laughs> yeah, it's, you, it's a season five bitch. If you don't know this, there's a trigger coming, <laughs> I'm. So I don't know what to do. I don't know what to tell you. We're three triggered motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> we're tra- we're tra- we we are trauma trauma with a capital T. Uh, yeah, all three T's. <laughs> all of which
0: is to say. Live your truth. Live your, live <laughs> your truth. Tell, you know? tell tell whatever you yeah, want to talk guys, about. People only listen to this shit for you anyways. <laughs> as I've been told numerous times.
1: Y'all are going to have to lay off the boys. They're, they're making me sweat. They're fucking putting a lot of pressure on me. Leave them alone. Um, I'll wrap it up, but. RVs are in extremely high demand right now It is like a year wait To get one worked on So that's why she had to teach herself And just did it her fucking self <clears throat> But she went and, and asked the guy like, I just want to make sure I did this correctly She told him everything she did And he looked at it and he said it looks perfect That you did exactly what we would have done If you had brought it here And I was just God, like God Where'd she get it at? RV it. No she bought it used on uh, By some bitch in Indiana
2: Indiana well, You know where that originated from Probably don't you? Where? The unfortunately named Tom, Tom Raper, Raper. <laughs> RV. Tom Raper, the You've RV. you ever heard King of Tom of Raper RVs? No. Save today the Tom Raper way. <laughs> oh
1: my <laughs> <It's> God! <last. laughs>
2: I might if my name was Tom Raper, I'd probably just pronounce it rapper.
1: Yeah, Rappet. rapier.
2: Rap- yeah. rap- yeah. rap- <laughs> Give it a French effect, you know. <laughs>
0: It's, like, the biggest (laughs) RV guy, like, in this area. Oh, shit.
1: Maybe. I don't know. Kentucky, Illinois, Ohio, Indiana. Could be. Yeah. Who knows? But, yeah. She's she's killed it, so she quit her job, and she started applying for work camping gigs um, all over, mostly the West, because she's just kind of fallen in love with the West Coast. Not the West Coast, but, like, um, the Rocky Mountains and stuff. But, so, now, anyway, she's living her dreams awake in her RV with her dog out in the woods. So... Very proud we all are of her.
0: Well, I'm trying to remember stuff from that movie. So, did you, <coughs> like, have a heart-to-heart conversation with the cancer patient in her RV?
1: Yeah, I did. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> did you fall in love with a older gentleman in his late 60s? And
1: I did, actually. <laughs> 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 no, what I was getting at is that, like, she'd been so determined and excited about it that it was, like, felt really, like, romantic, I guess, that she was doing this. Uh-huh. But, honestly, after watching mm-hmm. Nomadland, I was like, she's trying to escape capitalism. This is very bleak. She's working herself to death. Right. So that she doesn't have to work like this anymore.
0: Right. Um, in the movie or your sister? My sister. Okay.
1: And my mom was even more worried. My mom made me turn on locate. My mom was tracking my location the entire trip out west. And yeah. she would text me, hey, what are you guys doing at the Exxon? <laughs> you know, just crazy Spending shit. a little too
2: much time in <laughs> Winslow, Arizona, it yeah. looks like. What's going on like, there?
1: What are you doing? What are you doing at the casino, Tony? <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. my mom was, after we watched Nomadland, she was extremely worried.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I'm go- I'm jealous, though. I, mean.
1: I know. I've definitely been on RV Trader since I've gotten home wanting some kind of like, because tra- my um my little Toyota has got a pretty good towing capacity on it, and I'm thinking about getting me a Trader. Is that a four yeah. by four? Yeah. So I, I had to buy an, or- an all-wheel drive when I moved up to. here. Remember, I moved up here in January. That's when I got it. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I ain't getting stuck up here. Nah. And my car already had like 150,000 miles on it. So I was like, now it's now or never. Nah. But yeah, and it's a hybrid. And still has 1,800, like 1,750 towing capacity on it. Really? Oh.
2: Pretty, good. Pretty, good. Yeah.
1: pretty good.
2: Tom Rapier. Pretty good. Tom Rapier uh the king of Richmond, Indiana.
1: I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm just going <laughs> to get me a flat trailer, put the hot tub on it. to have a rolling party. Just roll it up. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I got a solar <laughs> I thought
2: about stripping down and getting in there for a minute. But I was like, ah, "You I'll should have." It's so nice. it in.
1: and I've got the heat turned down on a little bit because it's hot outside.
0: Well, did you meet any? So the thing about like a trip is, you know, you meet characters. Obviously, you meet new mm-hmm. people. But like, so we went camping Memorial Day weekend, and um, like, it, I didn't know anybody there going into this at all. And these were some of Nicole's friends, but she didn't even really know them either. Um, we were just like <laughs> desperate to get, s- go somewhere and do yeah. something. And uh, so, yeah, so like we went camping and, um, you know, it was nice. Uh, people were a bit younger than we were, and I felt really old momentarily, and it made me kind of panic. But it was good to sort of be outside of, you know, your comfort zone in a in a in a sense you know because uh, i think that i I mean one of the things about the pandemic there's all these like think pieces about like oh we got to relearn our social skills we got to relearn talking all this i think most of that is overblown but there is something to be said for the fact that like you get out of habit of telling your story to people and so when people ask you, like, what do you do for a living? Who are you? What are, What do you... So, you know, you get out of habit of telling your story. So you're like... You just assemble, like, a random assortment of items. You're like, yeah.
1: podcast. <clears throat> I was an Eagle Scout. <laughs> yeah. I say we just start making shit up. <laughs> Something different every time. We might as well keep it fresh. This shit's getting boring. Well, you know, like...
0: Yeah, like, in the... You know, before times or whatever. Yeah, it's like you had a pretty well... Without thinking about it, it was almost sort of just muscle memory. It's like, oh yeah, this is who I am. This is what I do. Blah blah blah, blah blah. But now it's like, oh yeah, like now I gotta actually say this out loud and make myself believe it.
1: <laughs> I do things.
0: <laughs> Eagle
1: Scout, <God. laughs> spelling
0: bee champ, sixth grade. Mm-hmm. That's true.
1: <laughs> I played softball. <laughs> softball player. Yeah, we're, know, just, so- we're just gonna start. Uh, regressing yeah. back further well, I was, and further.
2: I was geography B champ. Oh, that's, right, that's yeah. right.
1: Oh my God, geography.
2: <laughs> Tell me about where do you where do I start? Well, I don't know. I I was a wee blow I know seventeen different types of rope knots. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, that's pretty kinky. <laughs>
2: <laughs> at the time, no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wasn't getting you laid at the time.
0: <laughs> but yeah, did you meet anybody who was like? Um,
1: oh yeah. Well, every RV park is <laughs> brimmed with characters. Everyone from the dad up early frying bacon. <laughs> I lo- My favorite thing was to come out and and follow my nose and say, "What's for breakfast, Daddy?"
2: <laughs> like Pepe Le Pew, just <laughs> yeah. Follow
1: my nose, see if I can get some hot dad to give me some breakfast. Right. Um, but like in when we as soon as we got into Montana, we found a little uh. A little RV park. That was also a farm. And so I got to feed a little baby sheep. Like, bottle. Give it a bottle of milk. Yeah. And I got to see all this, like, enormous... Deliver a sheep? No. That would have been great. No, I don't think I could have done that. Really? don't think you could No. I actually have... <laughs> Big glove. Put a pin in that. I have a story about my mom. Maybe I already told it. About... Sheila, at some point in the, in the summer, has made her way with her new boyfriend to a cattle sale.
2: Oh, my God,
1: damn. And her description of it is the best thing I've ever
2: heard. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do they
0: auction off cattle? Yeah. Like in Friday Night Lights yeah. when they buy that big steer?
1: Yeah, a cattle auction. Anyway, characters abound, but the two highlights were two listeners that I ran into on the road. Really? Yeah. So, shout out to Nellie and Sloan.
0: See, you're. I'm. I'm lucky. Everywhere I go, it's like, I'm like, I have a podcast, and I'm waiting for the moment of recognition.
2: But everyone's like, "Cool, <laughs> good
1: luck." Yeah, you and every other straight <laughs>
2: cis white man in America, pal. Yeah.
1: Three men talking. That's a podcast. <laughs> yeah um no one one was pretty wild i i turned on tinder for the trip just to like so because i was going to be going across the country i was like fuck yeah i wanna see you. swiping hotties all across the country hell yeah vaccine city um but i was mostly just like getting like local tips instead where Where can i get weed around here what's the situation <laughs> naturally um and that all went really well i mean it's just women like i'm just you know talking to talking to girls, and um I started messaging with somebody in Montana, I see you this, and eventually she's like, you're her, aren't you? (laughs) Are you her? God, Apparently I was her. Montanya. She's like, you're her, aren't you? (laughs) But anyway, she is the one who um, convinced us to ride bikes up the mountain, convinced, like, sold me on e-bikes. I was like, no, bitch, I don't think you understand. I can't ride a bike up a mountain. Look at me. Look at me. It's like, that's not happening. She's like, no, no, no. Hear me out on e-bikes. She sold us. We rented. They were really expensive. They are like 100 bucks.
2: <laughs> was she herself the e-bike renter? <laughs> no, she, <is laughs> she the one renting the e-bikes. She ran
1: <laughs> a fucking e-bike co-op or some shit somewhere. I can't remember. She was like a literal professional biker, bicyclist. And so she biked it. She kept up with us on e-bikes. Wow. As you can imagine, great she woman. had a great ass. <laughs> I just, I just followed that ass all the way up the mountain <laughs> just
2: follow that great ass i was like
1: asses look great on bicycles who knew i tell you for i have two bikes i've biked around fish pond a couple times but biking up a mountain was a whole different thing and i saw a bunch of trillium they have they grow a trillium there who knew
0: it's a resilient plant yeah.
1: yeah there was a ton of trillium in this high like uh, next to snow piles Cause we, when we biked up, that we literally met a snowstorm and had to like turn around and leave. That makes sense, yeah. Um, cause we we biked sixteen hundred miles of elevation up, like we went sixteen hundred feet, sorry, not miles, feet up.
2: Did you meet any mountain codgers that had told you to turn turn back, turn before back. you. <laughs>
1: meet no. some great you know it was mostly tourists and the only reason we did the bike ride is because they still had that road it's called going to the sun road and they still had it shut down to traffic so there were no cars so that's why we biked it because I, I couldn't have biked next to cars um so i have no coordination y'all i, I mean i don't i, I love I was, to you on a, on a <laughs> bike <laughs> i mean i was just
2: coasting next to a car
1: <laughs> yeah it's not happening um but it was yeah it was really really fun and it was gorgeous just breathtaking Um, But we did this boat ride around the lake at Glacier, and uh, it was too real because they gave us the stat that was sick. When uh, Glacier National Park once had 200 glaciers. Really? You want to guess how many there are today? Two. (laughs) Yes, about that. About 10.
2: Jesus.
1: (laughs) I like how you had that
2: answer dialed up, too.
1: We are so fucked. Everything is so fucked.
2: You know, I've stopped thinking about it.
1: <laughs> you got to.
2: I, at Terrence's behest, I've got really into that podcast, Subliminal Jihad. Let's on the way up here, and it's it's kind of like the thinking man's vigilant citizen. You know, it's like yeah. they kind of suss out like what's real and what's not in that sort of conspiracy world. Uh-huh. And I, I listened to that New Age perverts one that you'd sent me about Epstein yeah. and, and all that stuff. Yeah, and it's just like. There's so many threads that make this world as insane as it is. And it's like, one, I was like, they were talking about like that guy Johnson that was kind of loosely associated with the founding of Nambla then went on to be the mayor of Dallas. <laughs> I'm yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, like,
0: <laughs> He works for Texas Instruments.
2: Right, right, right. I mean... Yeah, uh, there's if you were a physicist <laughs> in the sixties and seventies, there's like a forty percent chance you were a <laughs> pedophile <laughs> or, or or an occultist and not and not one of the fun kind. <laughs> Lord of mercy.
1: No,
0: I, that's absolutely right.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's why I am just, um, you know, I got a Dollywood season pass, and I'm just. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm honestly still living an afterglow of a suicidal winter, <laughs> so I'm on a high. That's just based on how low I got during the winter. <laughs> I'm just trying to get uh, all the mileage yeah, out of it. I'm can't just c- riding this high as long as I fucking can, and I already have a winter plan to go hibernate down south. I'm gonna fly south for the winter. I can't take it. Oh, <laughs> wow. I can't do another winter like I did.
0: Well, um, let me. So a second ago, we were talking about post pandemic things. Also,
1: when's that happening?
0: Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is that a prediction that we're gonna get past the pandemic? Any
0: minute now. Um, so there's this article that came out. I've been saving it for When You Got Back. It came out right at the beginning of
2: May. Oh, let me get an L.A. But for this. Okay, y'all right. want anything to drink? Um, yeah, I'm yeah. good.
1: Can I interest y'all on in some rosé?
2: I'm, I'm good on the rosé. Uh, wow. While, while they're doing that, I'll rouse y'all with a uh, award-winning medley of show tunes. <clears throat> do, 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 do. Honestly, this one would have been better if I would have
0: just done it
2: Exchanging glances, lovers at first sight. Know, it's 12 12 days. What were the chances?
0: Okay, alright. Like I said, this came out at the beginning of May and I wanted to save it for when Tanya got back. Well. Um, it's, called, it's in Glamour Magazine. Uh.
1: That's why you thought it was, this was for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it had some interesting advice in it. This t- the title is, You're Going to Get Ghosted This Summer. May I Propose a Solution? It's under the, the vertical on the website, Love in the Time of Corona, um, by Jenny Singer. Let me tell you about the first and last time I was ever ghosted. My first conversation with Jesse, that's not his real name, Obviously, because I don't think any of this happened, but we'll get to that. <laughs> my first conversation with Jesse lasted four hours. Tell me your life story, he said. He acted rapt, as if the mundane stories of my childhood contained some secret code to his future happiness. Also, just want to pause for a second and file this under, and I'm not the one who pointed it out. I think um, on Twitter, Natalie Shore po- pointed this out, that file this under articles that if a man had written it would be be insane would be absolutely (laughs) call the cops insane so um yeah let me tell you about the first and last time i was ever ghosted uh etc etc my first conversation with jesse lasted four hours on our second date he let's just
1: pretend it's a man let's just pretend
0: well but that wouldn't make as good as it is um because well like i said you'll see in a second because i don't even know if it actually happened On our second date, he paid for an extra ice cream for the elderly woman waiting in line behind us.
2: (laughs) bro, (laughs) I'm just showing
0: off, he told the woman winking to impress this girl. (laughs) He begged to give me massages. He seemed ecstatic at the prospect of cooking me dinner. One night we were standing in a park and he literally swept me into his arms and we stared up at the stars. It was as if he was doing an over-the-top pantomime of a male lead in a romantic comedy. He kept waking me up with extravagant pancake breakfasts and watching me eat them. Our relationship was characterized by me being uncomfortably full of breakfast foods.
1: What, watching her eat?
0: <laughs> that's what it says. It sounds like a romance.
1: Wait, Jason's cool. about to ghost her?
0: Um, That might be where this is going. That might be where Let this me, is going. I, I, hey, keep going. <laughs> we went on maybe eight or nine dates. And then one day his text became well, hold on, brief. Hold on, hold on,
2: hold, on, hold, on, hold on. <laughs> They went on eight or nine dates and he was like already massaging and pancake breakfasting. <laughs> I guess did they so.
1: fuck? Is that just implied?
0: Um, I think they did. I can't I can't remember. <laughs> I think maybe she mentions that. But that's a good question. It's good to know. Because honestly, the ghosting thing becomes a bigger issue, I guess, once sex is introduced into it.
1: Well, it's like that, you know, teenage uh stereotype, like as soon as you give it up gone <laughs> this is what this is
0: <laughs> well i okay I'll, I'll save this i'll save my own thoughts on this and on ghosting for towards the end we went on maybe eight or nine dates and then one day his text became brief he canceled our plans saying he was overworked and then he stopped contacting me altogether i knew that he was sending me a message that he didn't want to see me anymore but he didn't send an actual message he didn't call he didn't text He did not spell out "it's over" in pancakes. I (laughs) I didn't want him to change his mind and go out with me again. I just wanted him to value me enough to break up with me. I was shocked and also a little impressed by Jesse's audacity. He really thought that he could make me listen to a three-hour Jason Mraz-based playlist and then slip quietly
2: into the midst of time. What? That's never happened. This (laughs) guy. This guy is a, a pure concoction.
0: That's my thing. He might actually, she might have been ghosted by an actual ghost. He might <laughs> be. An not. amalgam they of a died. number of archetypes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, yeah, three hour Jason Mraz Base. Jason Mraz, by the way, Bernie bro. So maybe that's what, maybe there's some subtext <laughs> to this. Some symbolism, I don't know. Um, And then slipped quietly into the mist of time like a twee forest creature when he was done with me. Somehow the bar for how I expected to be treated by men had sunk beneath the level of the water table. I didn't want him to change his mind to go out with me again. I just wanted him to... Vo- did she say that? She did literally say that twice. Need some editing, Glamour Magazine. Um, being ghosted makes you feel crazy. That's on purpose. People ghost when they do not want to experience the negative emotions that come with rejecting another person. Jesse didn't find, want to find the right words or deal with my feelings or experience a moment of guilt. It's a relatable but cowardly impulse. In seeking to avoid a situation he would have found personally unpleasant, he made me feel like a human gun wrapper tossed carelessly inches away from a trash can. Ghosting can be hurtful oh at-
2: God damn, she, was, she was sprung off him breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> they were good pancakes. Yeah, it must have been. They were good fucking
0: pancakes. Pancakes suck. Yeah, I'd agree. Waffles. French
1: toast, waffles, I love that. Waffles much Pancakes, better. Pancakes, terrible. Yeah,
0: Ghosting can be hurtful after a date or two and can be hurtful after hundreds. I See, I'm going to disagree. Ghosting can be kind of annoying after a date or two. Ghosting can be, yes, misery and hell after hundreds of dates. But after a handful of dates, it's like, yeah, I mean, definitely don't be a pussy and just have a conversation. But still, it's like a handful of dates. It's much different than, like, hundreds of dates, right? Am I right? Am I wrong? Yeah, <laughs>
1: huh, ghosting after hundreds of dates is actually losing your mind. Well, that's
0: fucked up. Yeah, that's like going out for that's cigarettes and never. That's yeah, the original that, ghosting. Yes, that's the OG, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. like going out for snacks never to be seen or heard from again. Right, right, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. But go- yeah, after a after a handful of dates, I don't know. People of all genders ghost, and I strongly suspect that this summer, as people feel safe enough to connect in the aftermath of more than a year of isolation, you got to have the pandemic hook in here, we will see unprecedented amounts of ghosting. Oh, my God. <laughs> more
1: unprecedented.
0: <laughs> people are going to be extremely confused and horny and overwhelmed and to varying degrees traumatized. There will be love and sex and joy and people who enter your life and rearrange your consciousness for the better. And also, a lot of people will hurt each other, often by ghosting as they maneuver between each vaccine-enabled hookup. Um, When you are ghosted, you may feel like you should quietly accept the rejection and never bother the person again, either to prove that you get the message or because you want to preserve your dignity. This is exactly what your ghoster wants, to not have to deal with you. They want you to feel bad and then second-guess whether you even have the right to feel bad over a person who doesn't even think enough of you to dump you and then doubt yourself until you're tired out. Blah, blah, blah. Um, but I hope if you have the misfortune of being ghosted, you will consider doing what I did with Jesse. I arranged to dump myself. All right.
1: Oh, buckle in. Buckle
0: in. So this is the Ooh. part. Ooh. This is the part where <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> if this is real, this person is sa- insane. If this is not, this person is insane.
1: <laughs> Either way. How did this get the green light at Glamour? Well, I think it's... Uh, I mean, she ain't what she used to be.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Anyways, a point of clarification, people who don't want to see you anymore don't need to provide an explanation. They are just they are not required to hear you out or just meet for a quick coffee or give you a phone call. But they do owe you human decency. If you have had sexual intercourse or spent hours getting to know each other one on one, your relationship is not, quote unquote, chill. It is extremely personal.
1: The word intercourse is so and each of
0: you needs to communicate directly <laughs> about your plans. And I mean, I had this like, if you've had sexual intercourse, like again, it gets to that question of how many times. So
1: straight too, like, like if, if you sexual had, intercourse, if
0: you've had oh sex like God. once, is your relationship intimate? Like it's,
1: but I, I, mean, I
0: don't know. <laughs> like I don't know. People, I guess, have different opinions on this.
1: Um, well, and this didn't happen, so.
0: And this didn't <laughs> and this is
2: a total fiction, too.
0: <laughs> after weeks of no contact, I called Jesse and left a mysterious, hey, there's something I really need to talk about with you message. With you, and then a dot, dot, dot after that. The dreaded message that anybody really hates to see. <laughs> she
1: sent that to <laughs> yeah, Jesse? Yeah.
0: Channeling my gynecologist when she leaves me foreboding voicemails that turn out to be about yeast infections. He texted back immediately. I said I would be,
1: whoa, shit. <laughs> oh, I got to talk immediately. Oh, like, d- was she trying to make him think she was knocked up?
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Wow. She was trying
0: to, she was trying to, uh, yeah, exactly. Which I've had done to me before. I've had someone literally oh, do I've that to me. I've heard of
1: this many times. <laughs>
0: Oh wow! Very scary situation. He texted me back immediately. I said it would be better to talk in person. He arranged to come over right away. <laughs> like this poor bastard's like, fuck! <laughs> it didn't work! Almost made it. <laughs> <laughs> I did not want to be rejected, but I did want my rejection to feel humane. Jesse materialized in my apartment, winding a beautiful scarf around his beautiful neck.
1: What? I felt, God, I, I, what I, okay, okay.
0: How did the
2: tone of this go from, oh, I was a little weirded out, mildly weirded out about all those breakfasts and the back rubs and everything, to like, oh my God, he's wrapping that scarf around his beautiful <laughs> neck.
1: This it really Sounds is, like. This is a l- journey. L-
0: I felt wild, witchy. He had ghosted me, but here he was now in the flesh. He had discarded me, but I had brought him back. I am the necromancer. I thought to myself, feeling crazed with power. My hair looked bad. Jesse looked at me with fear oh, and man. with pity. <laughs> oh man!
2: <laughs> I was
0: with—I was no longer an object of his sexual interest, just an emotional woman. You ghosted me, I said. We went out too many times for that to be okay. If you knew you didn't want to see me anymore, you should have just said so. Jesse squirmed. He had been bu- he had been planning to get back to me. He said it was a busy <laughs> time. He said, "No, you ghosted me." I said, "I'm sorry you feel that way." He said, uh, "You don't you don't have to be you don't have to be sorry you feel that way." I said, "Just be sorry you did it." I'm sorry you feel like I did it. He said. He continued on like this: a game of cat and Jesse's an Aries. Their... <laughs> I, <see. laughs> I asked if, as he claimed, he had been meaning to text me. What he would have texted. He looked pale. Say it, I said. He was silent. Say it, I hissed. Say it now. What?
1: She's demanding an apology? He
0: looked up, spooked, like a peasant child waylaid in the woods by a witch woman. I felt like maybe we were moving towards being friends, he stammered. I am the witch queen, I thought, as as his steps echoed down the hall. I am the resurrector. I am she who turns ghosts to men and men to dust. I was still sad. Oh, she
2: said that, or she just thought it. This is in her. I yes, mean, neither is okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to be rejected. I just wanted my rejection to feel humane. Blah blah blah. Since Jesse, I've refined my process for break. Okay, so we know this didn't happen because there was no resolution to this. She just it. We skipped narratively between her hissing at him. As the woman, the witch woman in the woods, and then him walking down the hall. So, like, obviously, this didn't happen. So
1: he just turned around and left? I, once like, he
0: realized she wasn't pregnant? Yeah, it says, it, it doesn't even say that. It just says she just watched the steps echo down the hall. It's just like, there's no, this didn't happen. Because if it did, there would be a cleaner, a tidier.
1: Yeah, what is the point of this? To even write this down? I don't
0: know. Well, as I said earlier. Because
1: people should expect to get ghosted.
0: I think the point of it, yes, is that, yeah, post-pandemic, you're going to be ghosted a lot because people are trying to spread that seed around. They're trying to get it in. It's going to be, you know, hedonistic, the most hedonistic summer (laughs) since 1433 (laughs) Holland or something. I don't know. Who who could forget the horny Dutch summer
2: of
0: 1572? Um. Since Jesse, I've refined my process for breaking up with myself when the person I'm dating refuses to. It's important to remember that people are allowed to break up with us at any time, and they do not need a reason. To save time, I usually go with a text. I try to stick to the facts. We went on four dates, and you kept asking to sleep over. See,
2: hey, some might deem that cowardly. <laughs>
0: yeah, honestly, you're right.
1: What, a breakup through a text? Oh, text. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: I think that uh yeah, <laughs>
2: a yeah you're, you're taking the moral high road there by just by doing it via text. Yeah, <laughs> truly. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, when it when you're the one getting broke up with, you demand to be the necromaster <laughs> and all that stuff. Shit,
1: just fucking. Chill. I've sit through many a breakup calls. It ain't that bad.
2: Uh,
0: yeah. No, I mean it's usually as long as soon as you like get the message, you're like, all right, well, bye. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's. It sucks, but no matter what they reply, I don't get into a conversation. In the early days, I let an in-person self-dump get out of hand, and he ended up crying and saying he needed therapy, which was kind of thrilling, but ultimately beyond my capacity. This person's a psycho. Every time I do this, I feel a little better. It's as if I'm writing a letter to myself that says, you are too substantial to melt gently away when someone is done with you. Like Obviously, this person is obsessed with themselves and et cetera. Um, Part of why I insist upon behavior that other people would find embarrassing is that I want to remind myself that I have worth. There's an older school of thought around sex and dating that sometimes makes me think, well, you went out with this man and he had sex with him without getting a commitment, so what did you think would happen? And the answer is, having sex and intimacy outside of a monogamous commitment still entitles me to basic decency. And if I don't get basic decency, I will ask for it nicely. Okay, that's true. Uh, Everyone is entitled to basic decency. But I don't know. It is also this weird idea, though. It's almost like p- implying that like sex is still a commitment. Uh, you know, I, I, don't I know. really
1: encourage communication. Yeah, yeah. I, like, no,
0: I mean, you're right Obviously this would all be avoided If it was just communicated properly Yeah,
1: if you know that if you have sex with someone And then you don't hear from them again That's going to really, like, impact you You have to have that conversation before you fuck <laughs> right. You know, you have to be like Listen, if we fuck And you want to bounce after that That's going to be hard for me to recover from Just so we're clear Ahead of time Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely like, You just, just literally just say, like I got a problem with being ghosted. If we could just, like, be on the level so that you can get out of this, but I just need you to be like... Just even make a fucking safe word. Make a breakup safe word, for God's sakes. You
0: (laughs) You heard it here first. (laughs) You're right, Tanya.
1: I don't know. I mean, there probably are things we're going to have to learn to figure out how to navigate post-pandemic, whenever that might be. I mean, I'm kind of living like it is. At this point, I've drove across the fucking country. (laughs) But... (laughs) And like the farther I got from here, the actually it was weird. Like the mask culture was just different everywhere. It was pretty weird. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't see masks anywhere now. Do y'all?
2: Absolutely not. No. Including on these mugs. Look at yeah, us. Yeah. Look
1: at us. Who'd have thunk it? Blast,
2: <laughs> blasting <laughs> each other with them particles. Yeah.
1: House full of COVID. <laughs> no. Um. I don't know. Yeah. This sounds demented. Especially like. Sounds like he got tired of uh, cooking pancakes. Well, it sounds yeah. I'm not defending Jesse. It sounds like he sucks.
0: They the this yes the thing is that both of these people sound like they suck. Yeah, but and, and we're not even sure if not either <laughs> of them
2: are real. Yeah, truly. Totally.
1: One it's, of them doesn't exist. A, a computer exist. wrote this. This is all computer generated. <laughs> you you called there. There was like errors in it.
2: There is not that a is grown true. person. That refers to themselves as the The necromaster, the vanquisher (laughs) of men. If that were true, that would definitely be you. Yeah, exactly.
1: I'm not even that crazy. And this isn't witchcraft. Nothing described here is magical. No. This is not magic. No. I mean, I hate to be like, this is magic and this isn't. That's a slippery slope. Are you gatekeeping
2: magic? (laughs) Wow.
0: Gatekeeping magic.
1: (laughs) Well, I will say, you know, that's the, the rule of threes. Any if, sh- if she's using magic to hurt this man, that's going to come back threefold.
0: Oh, yeah. It's nice to take back control, to demand respect, even if it makes me seem crazy. It reminds me that I'm real, worthwhile, and alive. It's okay with me if afterward the person I was dating goes back to being weightless, formless, imaginary.
1: Weightless, formless, imaginary? I, I don't get any I, of this. It
0: sounds kind of like she's admitting this person doesn't exist. I don't know. Yeah, uh, it's
2: a little bit of a Freudian slip, there, isn't it?
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> no. Right, right, right. Well, uh, anyways, um, yeah, like Tanya said, just communicate.
1: <laughs> just give a chit chat. To talk. Like, I'm trying to remember. I'm sure I've been ghosted, but I can't remember. Uh, I mean, I know I'm sure I have right t- now, two,
0: uh,
1: or at least I didn't feel like it was ghosting. But I, I mean, at this point, when when people treat me badly. I just am like, well, obviously, I don't need these people around me. Yeah. Like, I just immediately am like, this is not, not that I'm mm-hmm. not pissed. I have a terrible temper, worse every day. Just, I well, I'm not, ho- I'm not holding on to anger, like I used to. But I am just quick to be mad. I, I have a lot of hate in my heart. That's just all there is to it.
0: Well, um, maybe in the post-pandemic, i all let it go. You can write an article for Glamour about that.
1: And you know, and
2: make take some liberties with excess, personnel.
0: Exercise some of those feelings, and yes, take liberties with personnel. <laughs> They'd probably run it. <laughs> um,
1: what well, um, could I call myself? A necromancer, witch of the wood? Yeah, you
2: could, <clears throat> for sure.
1: What does the word necromancer mean?
2: Uh, I think it means you raise the dead. Yeah, it's someone who
0: summons or raises the dead.
1: Oh, right, because she said she made a ghost appear. Yeah, that's yeah. clever. I'll give her that. <laughs>
0: Well, I think that this, yeah, I mean, like, f- because fiction is dead, everything now has to be written as oh. that kind of thing.
2: So it's For like the reason you open the Mountain Eagle and uh, Sam Adams has written something that reads like uh, "In Cold Blood" by Truman Capote. Yeah, <laughs> right. Arguably, Harper Lee.
0: Right. Right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um. Well, all right, well that about covers it for today. Uh like I said, I read that in May and I was like, damn. Gotta save that for when Tanya gets back. That's uh well,
1: thank you for It's
0: got everything. It's got yeah, it's got everything one would need.
1: Pancake hate. <laughs> <laughs> all of it. Um yeah, sorry I was gone so long, you guys. But I had to help my sister move across the country. It is what it is. Sometimes it'd be like that.
0: So. Well, next time Instead of ghosting your audience, why don't you communicate with them? I'm I'm going to send a message. Before they're sending me traumatized messages at 3 a.m.
1: I'm pretty sure I did communicate on this very show that I was going to be out for. I know. I'm sure I did
2: too. (laughs) I don't know.
0: I can't fucking turn messages off. I have to have Facebook Messenger on for this group that I'm in. I mean, and so I can't turn. Don't worry about what it is. Don't ask any questions. Don't ask any any questions. But I, but it means I get Trovilles messages too, and so oh, like God. on my phone will pop up, yeah. quite Where's oh, Tanya? Oh, Just God. like
1: fuck off. Now somebody <laughs> somebody
2: some somebody's been sending like these like weirdly aggressive like messages like replies on Twitter. It's like Trovilles are completely rudderless. <laughs> it's like saying that we're like spreading like Russia Gate conspiracies. I was like, what, the, what? Well, that's true. I mean, that I will I will concede that I am. <laughs> I am yeah, you. Oh yeah, that's right. You are notoriously a Russia Gator. Yeah, uh, yeah,
0: and a Russian agent.
2: I spread this information. <laughs> right. You're wearing
1: red right now. That's right.
2: <laughs> oh my god.
1: What does rudderless mean? I'm
2: just referring to the rudders of a ship. Oh, <laughs> we're just spinning <laughs> in circles. We're not going anywhere.
1: Spinning. Which, Again, it's all been in the brochure from Jump Street. Uh, if, I, if we're being honest. Yeah,
0: yeah. Speaking of the brochure, uh, go to Patreon. Dot com slash Trillbilly Workers Party, P A T R E O N dot com, slash Trillbilly Workers Party. You can sign up. Uh, we're about to record another episode and that episode will be on Patreon.
1: Hey, I'll be there too. Pew, 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 <laughs> pew.
0: So go sign up. Let's see. You can test for yourself how more deranged we get.
1: Because we're about to smoke a joint. That's right. And I'll just say, like, it would be a great welcome home for me and it's my birthday month it's officially trillbilly season my friends uh-huh. july august september is trillbilly season because it's my birthday then tom's birthday then terrence's birthday
0: and as we pointed out our initials also go T R T S T T in succession yeah
2: so quench wow yeah. yeah so it is subqu- yeah it's opposite, yeah, it's in
0: opposite su- sequence
1: in sequence yeah fuck it's
0: like an it's like a cross. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know what we should do this triple season? <clears throat> is give the birthday girl and then the birthday boys the full Patreon cut the month of their birth.
0: <laughs> interesting. <laughs> I don't know. We'll talk to management about that. <laughs> Send that <up> yeah, <laughs> we'll, t- we'll talk to management about <laughs> that. See what Aaron has to say about it. it. When's Aaron's birthday? Um, I'm not sure when Aaron's birthday is. I'm to check on that.
1: Oh yeah, I need to pull his whole chart actually. <laughs> um yeah, welcome me home by subscribing to our Patreon. Please. And my Patreon. Yeah. My titties are over there. Lonely.
0: Lonely titties. The, 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 that's the loneliest thing in the world, honestly.
2: <laughs> God. A titty. A, a loneliest the loneliest of, of, of all the things that should never be lonely. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Uh all right. Well, we'll see you over on the Patreon. Bye see you later, boys.